Welcome to The Resonance, the podcast about the energy industry from Alpha Energy Group. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Alpha Energy Group podcast. I'm Jeremy Nicholson, Corporate Affairs Officer at Alpha, and I'm joined for my fortnightly catch-up on the European energy markets by my expert colleague, Petra Puskarova. Welcome to you, Petra. And I gather there's been some changes in France. The regulated access to historic nuclear power, I think is the English translation of the ARIN scheme, which uh, French business consumers benefit from. What's been happening there? Yes, well, we've received some, some initial and preliminary data showing that the ARIN mechanism is coming to an end ahead of the original predicted end date which was originally scheduled for January 25. It does look like the mechanism will actually cease to exist from January 23 which will mean that most of the businesses will be fully dependent on the market prices. There were several notifications or several talks about some replacement schemes that would run in place of ARN. It looks like there will be some mini scheme that will be in operation for micro businesses in France. And there are also expectations for the second scheme that will run alongside the state budget and will work on the contract for different bases with EDF. And it would provide some support for French businesses, but only to the businesses that are not benefiting from any other support scheme as, for example, TICFE. Indeed. And you might say a move to market pricing is beneficial for consumers um, in the long run, but right at the moment there's been some price pressure. What's the situation with planned maintenance in France? This is always something that seems to have quite an impact on the market price. At the moment, we are looking at sort of normal numbers and normal durations of maintenance uh, that is being announced in France. What we do need to account for is that usually every year around at the beginning of Q3 or very late of Q2, we would usually hear some unfortunate news from EDF about the potential lack of capacity into later in Q3, Q4 and Q1 and so on. So that could be potentially a driver that would push our prices even higher. This is not something that we are looking at at the moment and French nuclear capacity is currently operating around seasonal norms. Well, that's very good to know, especially as one of the biggest nuclear power units in the UK is currently out for unplanned maintenance for a few months yet. And looking at the other side of the equation from supply demand, how are things looking relative to last year? Because obviously we've had uh, the pandemic going on and so on, possibly some recovery there, but also changes as a result of different weather this year compared to last. So for power and gas, what's the situation at the moment? In terms of power, in most of the European countries, the demand has now recovered to pre-COVID levels. Although there are still some limitations in terms of production and manufacturing, some of that sort of void has been filled in by increased demand for gas and for power due to colder weather temperatures that we have been experiencing across Q121. So again, just if we pick several countries, French and German power demand back to pre-COVID levels. And for example, just as an example, again, Italian gas demand has been around 6% higher this Q1 comparing to Q1 last year. 
Right. So, I mean, you could say from a recovery point of view, it's relatively encouraging information. And uh, now at least whether sort of kind of returning to reasonably predictable levels. And uh, when it comes to capacity, though, there are some real issues there, aren't there, in terms of phase out of generating capacity in, in some of the European markets. It might be the right thing to do to retire coal plant and uh, some other pieces of kit, which are perhaps a little bit older. But that's going to put a bit of a strain on the markets. What's been happening in France and Germany? There. This seems to be a quite a returning subject at the moment. There are several calls and we are already aware of a major phase out that will be happening at the end of this year and the next year in Germany, mostly in terms of nuclear and coal phase out. There is an expectation that up to 12 gigawatts of capacity could be removed between end of this year and end of next year. This is one of the triggers why we potentially are seeing front year in both gas and power trading at multi-year highs, just purely on the basis that there will be a lack or a shortage of capacity as we slide into next year. On the other hand, what we are observing in terms of the price structure, the backwardation in European gas and power markets persists, especially or Again, if we pick Germany as an example, there is a significant discount also between calendar 23 and calendar 24, mostly on the basis that there is an expectation that calendar 24 will hold more renewable generation or more renewable capacity that will start offset the potential void from following the phase out we will observe at the end of this year. In terms of gas, some traders are saying that the backwardation in the gas market is mostly due to the fact that the frontier is being pushed higher and higher at the current tightness in terms of gas that we are observing in Europe. Right, and I guess presumably the persistently high carbon price is part of this equation as well. No signs of that softening at the moment, I take it. Indeed, carbon prices seem to have established and continue to trade at the moment, range about around 56 euros per tonne. We are currently seeing some breather sessions, meaning that we've seen some downsides, but we are mostly linking these to short-term technical corrections rather than a, a bearish market movement. Well, that's going to be something interesting to keep an eye on. I mean, one feels high carbon prices are here for the long run, although they may vary a little bit, given the ambition of the European Green Deal. And uh, interestingly, the day we're recording this, there's a report out from the International Energy Agency suggesting, you know, the world could be a 90% dependent on renewables by 2050, which sounds a bit ambitious to me, but we're going to need an awful lot of uh, coal and gas capacity to keep that um, firm in the meantime. Anyway... With that in mind, gas, what is the latest on gas and LNG flows in and within Europe? Some recent information that I can share with you. Just yesterday, there has been news about Gazprom uh, being able and in the end booking some extra capacity for gas transit via Ukraine uh, for June. This will mean that Russian flows via Ukraine to Europe will be slightly higher than deliveries that have been completed or are being completed for May, which has put some downside pressure on the gas prices and we are seeing gas prices losing some value. Maybe can say that this came at a good time as we are currently looking at some tightness in the LNG market. This is due to some uh, supply interruptions. Some was unplanned in terms of some interruptions in the US. Uh, we were also looking at some maintenance in the LNG market overall. And we are seeing some higher demand, especially from Southeast Asia. 
potentially trying to prevent the January situation when they were caught unprepared before the, the cold weather strike. So potentially they are trying to prepare themselves before the peak uh, cooling demand in Q3. Prices in uh, spot LNG market top $10 per MMBTU, which is around 28 euros per megawatt hour. These levels are quite high and are not levels that Asian buyers are very attracted to. So potentially there should be some uh, correction in the near term and we should again see prices sliding towards 6 to 8 dollars per MMBTU as soon as the peak buying momentum will fade away. Presumably that'll be better news for European consumers if those prices in the Asian markets start to moderate and the tightness there goes. And I guess it's good news about the extra gas Gazprom capacity in June uh, because, of course, this is the time of year when uh, normally gas storage stocks are, are replenished. So presumably that's a, it's a relatively okay outlook as far as that's concerned. Yes, so following quite critical April when Europe has been caught in that uh, very cold uh, limbo in terms of temperatures, uh, we have basically lost one full month that we should have been dedicating to injecting gas into the storage instead of that we've been withdrawing. But already since the beginning of May, uh, there has been some injecting into gas storage facilities that has been occurring. And we already see some first upside in the levels that we are currently looking at. Well, that's encouraging news. The market seemed to be working in that respect. So thank you, Petra, for your update. Look forward to another one in a fortnight's time. So do keep an eye out for that. In the meantime, if you'd like to have a look at our reports, uh, have a look at our website, Alpha Energy Group dot com forward slash uk and we hope you join us again for a podcast very soon